Little boxes on the hillside. Little boxes made of ticky tacky. Little boxes on the hillside. Little boxes all the same. There's a green one and a pink one and a blue one and a yellow one. They're all made out of ticky tacky and they all look just the same. And the people in the houses went to the university where they. Gutter Trash Pirate Radio, back at you again. That was Little Boxes by Rise Against, a band that I had a certain fondness for, roughly around 2003, 2004, maybe. Uh, possibly even before that. Uh, I Honestly, I don't remember. I remember that I had bought one of their albums. Um... I'm not sure why. I, I don't recall if I'd heard something on the radio or if someone had played it for me. Uh, maybe it was just one of those rare times that I saw the album cover and said, sure. I think it came with a sticker. I mean, I'm not above a sticker. Uh, <laughs> either way, uh, I, I bought that particular album. I, I enjoyed it quite frankly. I think that they did have a hit song off that one called uh, uh, Life Less Frightening, maybe. Um, but uh, it was a band that I never really followed up with. Maybe like one other album after that, uh, that which may possibly have been where that song came from. But, you know, it's, it's a fun little uh, angry white kid struggling against uh, conformity in the world type of song. Uh, but also, you know, little angry white kids, uh, they're going to turn out just fine, mostly, uh, because they're white. Uh, and that is mostly a fact. Um, alrighty. Let's just get right back into it. Uh, I'm, I'm in the mood to hear some music, and I hope you are too, and I am not in the mood to listen to me.
I've been stuffed in your pocket for the last hundred days. When I don't get my bath, I take it out on the slaves. So grease up your baby for the ball on the hill. I'll polish them rockets now and swallow those pills and say, oh.
Beast Lord by Monster Magnet. Not Star Lord. Space Lord. Although, who knows? Maybe that's where it comes from. Monster Magnet frontman Dave Weindorf is a notorious comic book fan. So, I'm sure that all has something to do with it. I don't know. I'm making stuff up. Because that's the kind of thing that I do. We started that block off with The Loneliness of the Long Distance Runner. A very long title by a very long running band, Iron Maiden. Uh, That comes from the album Somewhere in Time, which, if memory recalls, which often it doesn't, might be the first Iron Maiden album that I ever fully listened to. Uh, Probably in the early 90s when I was just getting into metal and, and Mostly like Metallica and Black Sabbath and and stuff like that. Obviously, I had some friends who were into that before I was. And, you know, I think one of them just slipped me the CD one day. And I remember making a tape of it. Um, And mostly enjoying it. So there's there's definitely some stuff uh, in there. And in the entire Iron Maiden oeuvre that uh, I could do without. Uh, they they get a little full of themselves sometimes, but uh, otherwise they're a fun band, and, and obviously that's... Uh, I had seen Eddie everywhere before that. I've, I've seen Iron Maiden t-shirts before. Uh, I, I knew of them, uh, obviously, when, when I was a, but a wee lad. Uh, there was there was some some frights to it. Uh, I felt felt uh, evil emanating from from t-shirts. Uh, to see Eddie's gnarled zombified face uh, peeking out at me in various disguises, uh, like a like a Civil War trooper or or uh, you know a McDonald's employee. Uh, we, we've seen all those. Um, you know they 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 are. Uh, damaging to a small child. And, um, not really. I mean, I loved monsters, and, uh, but, you know, uh, you grow up in, in white, you know, Midwestern, you know, Ohio, middle class Ohio, um, uh, particularly raised by, by, you know, people born in the 40s. Uh, you know they they don't have an appreciation for for heavy metal and uh, or, or the grand gugnall of it all and uh, you know uh, you you come away with certain impressions until you discover things for yourself and uh, you know I thought all heavy metal was just uh, satanic and wrong until you know I started listening to it but of course my first experience with that sort of thing was you know being not allowed to watch MTV, being not allowed to listen to hip hop, uh, you know things that that uh, frightened the normies, as it were. Uh, you know the the previous generation was wasn't into what I was into, despite the fact that you know my parents were actually much significantly older. I would say they were almost two generations ahead of me. Uh, my brothers are a full generation ahead of me. Uh, they never lived with me long enough, though I, you know, know that, you know, I have vague, vague early childhood memories of, of sitting in one of my brother's rooms while he, he was listening to albums and, you know, 
uh, just just knowing that he he probably did listen to metal and, and you know uh, especially like Alice Cooper and Iron Maiden and, and stuff like that um, you know and, and obviously when I grew up I knew that they of course did and one of my brothers was into you know a lot of the same bands that I wound up being into in the you know early to mid 90s as well like Tool and Stone Temple Pilots and, and you know anything that was also on the Crow soundtrack um, but you know the, you, you just grow up with that thing and, and you, you have to discover it on your own you have to find out for yourself and uh, I don't have children nobody should ever entrust me with their children uh, I am I'm an irresponsible man-child who, who lives alone with a cat, uh, with, with, you know, tenuous relationships all around me, uh, because I am so irredeemably irresponsible that, that, uh, who, who wants to be attached to this, right? Uh, I mean, I do a podcast for God's sake. I do two podcasts now. Uh, which, oddly enough, is the not the most podcasts I've ever done at one given time. Uh, I, I have issues. Does it sound like I'm on cocaine? I don't know, because I'm not that I am aware of. I don't use drugs. I've had a Diet Coke earlier, but also, you know, 20 minutes before I started the show, I passed out in my chair. Maybe I just got a little refreshed. I'm not sure. But anyway, here we go. Iron Maiden, I enjoy them. They're stupid. They don't think they are, but uh, they are. And I love the imagery of Eddie. Uh, you know, I think the, the album Somewhere in Time, he's sort of a uh, cyborg zombie thing roaming around shooting pistols or lasers or whatever. I don't know, but it's, uh, it's a pretty good album. It was the first one I ever heard. Uh, I think I heard Fear of the Dark after that, which I, I didn't love as much. But then, you know, I, it did lead me to go back to some of their original works. And I'm going to say something right now that is going to possibly offend a bunch of people. Uh, it is a very unpopular opinion, but I do not care. Paul Diano is a much better vocalist for Iron Maiden than Bruce Dickinson. There, I said it. Soak it in. Live with it. Live with how I feel about Iron Maiden. All right. And then, of course, Monster Magnet. We've talked about them before on a previous episode. They're, they're fun. Uh, you know, they... they uh, I think Space Lord may have been one of their, their bigger hits. Uh, certainly not the one that was featured in Dracula 2000, because I had to look that up. Uh, a movie that I watched on Easter Sunday this past year, because, uh, oddly enough, there's an Easter connection. Uh, Dracula, he's, uh, he's Judas. The end. Spoiled it for you. I apologize. But hey, guess what? Go watch uh, a mid-twenties Gerard Butler just, just sexing it up on the screen as a Dracula, right? It's all good. All right. I am going to hit play on that old iTunes again. We're going to see what happens. Uh, just know that uh, every one of you that is listening to this right now, I love you.
she was still alive. You have any idea the terror that kid went through? She was still alive, for Christ's sake.
of Heaven by Wrench. The bluegrass hip-hop entrepreneur, uh, the founder of the band Gangsta Grass, most famously known for the theme song to the TV show Justified, which I believe I've talked about before. Uh, Justified has returned. Haven't watched it yet. Would like to eventually. There's just too much stuff. Uh, Kind of bringing it down a little bit from what has been kind of a rocking show so far. Uh, Before that we had We Have to Kill You by Frankenstein Drag Queens from Planet 13. Uh, I believe they've also been played on the show before. Uh, what a fun, rockin' little song that was. Uh, yeah, I was headbanging. Yeah, I have a pinched nerve and a herniated disc. Doesn't matter, because when you rock and roll, that's how you roll. That's why they call it rock and roll. Uh, am I going to pay for this tomorrow? Yes. Am I getting tr- get in trouble with this from both of my physical therapists? Yes. Uh, do I care? Not at the moment. Will I care tomorrow? Yes, because it's going to hurt. It's going to really hurt. Um, I can I can feel it now. Uh, but, again, rock and roll. What can you do? Uh, before that, we heard Skid Rock by a Wilhelm Scream. Uh, they're a band that... Uh, I fell deeply in love with after hearing their album Mute Print. Um, and uh, for a while, uh, I thought that they had just kind of disappeared. They put something out in 2013 and, and hadn't heard anything from them since. Uh, during that uh, block, I looked them up and they put out an album last year. I am pleasantly surprised. I will be tracking that down as soon as I finish recording because that is exciting to me. Uh, I love their sort of, of mix of, of hardcore metal and, and just really crazy riffs and, and solos and uh, they, they're just the whole package for me. I, I love them and, and uh, you know they, they also have a great diversity in the types of songs that they do while still just rocking it hard. Um, I'm going to get a little nerdy here just for a second. Wilhelm Scream, of course, is uh, they named themselves after the uh, infamous Wilhelm Scream, which uh, is is a very famous, infamous, as I just said, uh, sound effect used in various movies. Uh, basically, there, there was a guy who recorded a scream as he was, his character was supposed to be falling, uh, and it just kind of got used, and it is, uh, uh mostly now used as an in-joke, and, uh, most famously, at least for me, uh, it is used in the Indiana Jones movies, uh, and gearing up for the new one, Dial of Destiny, I watched, uh, the previous four, uh, and, and, um, I don't know if I just mainlined it too quick or, or what, but, uh, other movies that I watched in which a character would, you know, fall off of something or, or fall to their death or whatever, if it wasn't a Wilhelm scream, I got very disappointed. 
uh, and sort of circling back to Indiana Jones, when I watched Dial of Destiny, there were no Wilhelm screams in that. And that is almost pinpointing to me the, the exact problem that I had with that very bad movie. Uh, it was just a, just a hollow recreation of what somebody else thinks Indiana Jones should be and not what Indiana Jones actually is. Where were you, Steven Spielberg? What were you doing? The Fablements? Fine, great. Make your little artsy projects. But come on back to Indiana Jones. you got to wrap that up. you got to do that yourself. <sighs> anyway, I love the band of Wilhelm Scream. All right, let's get back to it and listen to some more music. Thank you. 
Nails, Eater of Dreams, uh, from the album Hesitation Marks. Sounds like it was about to go into a bigger song. Uh, it was a lead-in, apparently. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I hate those kind of tracks. I hate them. Uh, whenever I find them, I usually try to find or I, I, I put together both the tracks uh, into one, mix it myself. Uh, because that is uh, annoying on random when you do it like that. Uh, but, uh, you know, it ended well enough, and uh, the follow-up to that was Hands of the Ripper by Wednesday 13. Hearing from Mr. 13 again in this episode, uh, the frontman for the Frankenstein Drag Queens from Planet 13. I believe he has numerous side projects and side bands, all of them probably with uh, the word 13 in them. Um, But uh, I thought that was just a fun, uh, heavy, stupid song. Uh, And it's also uh, named after a pretty decent uh, hammer horror film uh, called Hands of the Ripper. Uh, which I remember watching on Thanksgiving uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, It is uh, maybe... I believe I watched it on Shudder. When they they had a bunch of Hammer films that they had just sort of uploaded. Maybe it was on Amazon. I don't remember. Uh, But uh, one, one of the... You know what? may not actually be a Hammer film. It could also be an Amicus... I get them confused a lot, uh, but uh, definitely 70s British horror uh, about a 
uh, sort of uh, Jack the Ripper returns uh, to, to stalk women of the night uh, and uh, you just see the perspective of his massive ugly hands throughout uh, and uh, spoiler turns out to be Jack the Ripper's daughter who is possessed by Mr. the Ripper himself uh, decent movie find it if you can it's worth a watch that song worth a listen uh, again just just uh, we're rocking this episode so far and, and I'm into it uh, brought it down a little bit with the Melvins with prenup butter from their album pink as abortion techniques uh, but still you know pretty heavy uh, a little little uh, King Buzzo doing some some Danzig there maybe uh, I'm not sure but uh, you know just just another weirdo entry from uh, the Melvins and then we rounded that up with revolution by Judas Priest uh, their 2005 album, Angel of Retribution, which was the return of Mr. Rob Halford to the band. Uh, I believe Painkiller was his last album from the 90s. Uh, a, much like Iron Maiden earlier in the show, uh, we, we are hearing from all the classics this time. Uh, you know, uh, left the band. Uh, you know, they're, they're famous powerfully vocal lead singer left the band and was replaced by you know some some not so great guys i mean that's not what i mean they're, they're fine they're all fine uh but uh you know uh it's not the same without uh the guy that brought you there you know uh if i recall correctly i think there is a mark Wahlberg movie uh, that is sort of loosely based on the whole uh, Judas Priest uh, looking for a new singer kind of thing. They, they find a guy from like, you know, Toledo, Ohio, who's in a Judas Priest cover band, and uh, he becomes their new lead singer. Uh, although I think in the band it's like you know, Steel Dragon or something like that. I'm, I'm not quite sure. I never saw it, and I never will, because Mark Wahlberg. Um Anyway, uh, you know, that's a fine song. Uh, it's, uh, you know, early 2000s Rob Halford still got the pipes, uh, still doing his thing, uh, you know, but also not, not exactly what I would consider the prime era of Judas Priest. All right, let's uh, go ahead and play a couple more songs, and then I will be back with you at the end to wrap this all up. And it's all stuff that you've heard before anyway, but I don't care, you're trapped in here with me. I can't feel anything I'll just respond to pleasure or pain I'm feeling fine, eclectic joy Saturating shame This is better than, better than the rest What does this end with a promise? Shattering this I don't know Oh 
we started that last block off with Your Every Disaster by the band Darkest Hour. And folks, I'm going to be honest with you, never heard them before. Um, there are things in my collection that, uh, yeah, I just don't know how it got there. Uh, I must have been searching for it at some point. I don't know, but uh, there it was. Not bad. Nothing I think I would listen to on a regular basis, but uh, not the worst I've ever heard either. Uh, just keeping up with the really metal theme uh, happening on this ep. Uh, I don't know if uh, it's just that my iTunes is now trained to just uh, listen to metal. Uh, I prefer these shows to be more of a mix. I, I like uh, some lows, I like some highs. Uh, but also, you know, there's nothing wrong with this either. Uh, you know, if you're listening to this on the road, uh, you know, whatever, then, then you, you get a little bit of an adrenaline kick. If you're not a fan of metal, then I'm sorry. I like metal and I've got a lot of it. Uh, you know, would I have liked some other stuff in there too? Sure. But, uh, you get what you get. Uh, and then of course we ended that with... Deep Sea Creature by Mastodon from the album Call of the Mastodon. I love Mastodon. I believe I've said that before. Uh, as of this exact recording, I am seven days away from seeing them live. Um, I'm still excited. I'm still nervous, but uh, looking forward to it. Um, I think uh, the first time I heard Mastodon was just uh, my friend Jason, I think, uh, introduced them to me. Just uh, hanging out in his basement apartment uh, at one of his old houses, doing some some nerdy drawings. And uh, I really enjoyed it and sought them out and, and just, just absorbed everything that they had. Um, there was a podcast I used to listen to called Who Charted? And I remember them, uh, uh, at one point, I guess, a Mastodon album had come out and actually made the charts uh, of, of some sorts. And they, they talked about it, and they called uh, Mastodon a sludge metal band. Friends, they are not sludge metal. That is the furthest thing from sludge metal as you can get. That is pretty damn near thrash. Uh, one might even say death. Uh, it's just uh, so fast, so crazy. Uh, and of course, they've mellowed out with age, as have we all, I hope. Uh, at least I have, for sure. And uh, I certainly like their new stuff as much as I like their old stuff. But, uh, you know, they've definitely toned down that sort of uh, crazy frenetic energy a little bit and uh, gone for more... Uh, calmer and introspective kind of thing. You know, they they are more... They still do concept albums, pretty much every album, which is perfectly fine, but uh, the concepts more now are, are about, you know, come from an emotional center or, or a spiritual center rather than, uh, let's say, a Moby Dick. Uh, which, again, doing a concept album about Moby Dick is great. Uh they, they certainly made their splash with uh, by, by doing that, and uh, I cannot uh, 
disagree that that made them who they are. And of course, I love those, uh, you know, sea-based uh, first couple of albums. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm also glad that they moved on to to a different plane. Uh, but you know, as soon as they play Blood and Thunder uh, live, which I hope that they do at this uh, this concert. Uh, I'm going to lose my damn mind, because uh, a great song, uh, as was Deep Sea Creature. Okay, uh, you can probably hear in the background, my cat is losing his mind. Uh, probably because he heard Mastodon, I'm not sure. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and let him out of the attic. I'm going to go ahead and uh, get some dinner. Uh, I want to thank everyone again for listening to Gutter Trash Pirate Radio. Uh, as always, I am your host, Eric Seanborn, and you can find me at seanborn.net. Uh, you can buy my artwork at shop.seanborn.net. You can look at my artwork uh, and ignore it at uh, instagram.com backslash eseanborn. You can now find me on Blue Sky at uh, Whatever that address is, uh, I am at eSeanborn there. I am, folks, no longer on a Twitter. And uh, I am not tricking you by saying that now I'm on X. No, I am not on that bullshit either. Uh, fuck Elon Musk. What a giant piece of shit that guy is. Um, I am not on any other platform that would have him as a member. Uh, whether he bought it for $44 billion or not. Uh, yeah, done with that. So I've deleted my account and deleted all my tweets. I'm done. So don't look for me there anymore. Uh, you can listen to my other podcast, view.guttertrash.net, uh, with my co-host Joe Grunenwald, who seemingly refuses to help me promote that podcast, even though he is more popular and more well-liked than I am. Uh, you can also find archives of my comic book podcast, Gutter Trash, uh, with uh, my former co-host, Jason Young, who is most likely listening to this now six months before everybody else will. Uh, he also does not promote my podcast, but uh, he's barely on social media, so it's okay. It balances out. Uh, <laughs> do I seem a little bit better right now? Maybe. Uh, it's probably just because I'm real hungry. Mentioned that dinner earlier there. Uh, gee, yeah, it's time to go eat something. Uh, and also, my glasses broke. I'm, I'm a little peeved about that. I'm not going to lie. Uh, righty. So, anyway, uh, I still love you all. And thank you again for listening. Thank you again for putting up with me. I don't know how you do it. This is a thing that I ask my girlfriend almost every single week. And uh, everyone, take care.